Over to you, Sedona. Hello, everyone. It's another Thursday night, and it's our first Thursday of 2024. Glory Ooh. be to God. I know. If you have made it this far with us, we're grateful that you've continued to listen to us. Um, if you stopped and came back, welcome back. If you had a break, we hope you enjoyed your break. If you've been with us, all three consistently, um, we're grateful to you. We had our annual summary of our podcast today, and it was simply encouraging. Um, the podcast has grown leaps and bounds, and we are grateful eternally to every single person that listens, shares their opinions um, with us, um, reviews with us and feedback to us we don't take it any of it for granted um, and we pray that 2024 will strengthen our friendship with our listeners but also um, our bonds of sisterhood within the group the facebook community um, because that's growing incredibly fast i think faster than any of us can handle at the moment and it's keeping <laughs> us certainly keeping us busy but um, we're grateful to God because it shows that we're doing something and we're doing something right. And we are allowing some conversations that perhaps wouldn't necessarily happen out in the church space. We're allowing some of these conversations to take place in the group and say um, that comes with its own challenges. But we're incredibly blessed that we have the platform to offer people from all denominations to be able to come and wrestle with some of these um, topics and um, we don't take that for granted I certainly don't take it for granted because I know there's some spaces that some of these things aren't even being discussed and if we are to grow in faith and love for one another then we need to be able to have some of these conversations and understand each other Um. so yes so that was just a welcome to 2024 we are very much looking forward to speaking with you growing with you this year even as we deep, deep dive deep into the words um, this year with you all and um, just enhance our scriptural life or, or, or biblical application to our lives as we walk our way through the Bible and biblical topics. Some of them are all based in the Bible, some aren't, but we're all going to visit it as we normally do through a biblical lens. Um, so we have been having a little natter behind the scenes and we thought that the Beatitudes are something that are well known, certainly within Christian circles and also within the wider secular world. But I think we came to the general consensus between the three of us that we don't actually hear it preached very often in churches. Um, it's something that is well known by Christians, but not very well preached about. Um, so we thought, hang on a minute, why not do a series? So we're going to do, I think they're about eight beatitudes correct me if i'm wrong um and so we're going to do them over a series um one a month and at the end of the series where you're going to have a compilation on the podcast um, where you can click and listen to all eight or if you really can't wait you can join us every week as we go through <laughs> you can join us once a month as we go through it and um pick out what you will from there and we'd certainly be glad to have you along the journey with us in addition to that, we have our normal Women of the Bible series that's continually ongoing. We do one or two maybe a month, depending on how the months sort of flow, whether it's a four-week or five-week month. Um, so we have lots 
to get through. Certainly within the first half of this year, it looks like we've got quite a lot of things to discuss and we are looking forward to doing all of that with you, um, God willing. Uh, so as usual, you have myself, Sidoni, you have the lovely Ngum, who is raring Hi, to go this has started well, okay. Do you how she's introducing me? <laughs> um, and we have the amazing Giselle. Um, and I'm just going to put it out there. These ladies are my backbone. They're my prayer sisters. They're my prayer warriors. They are my support system. They are the people I call when I need to cry, laugh, be the joke. And they are very funny, I tell you. Um, so I just want to say thank you. Like, I appreciate you, you ladies, for, for what you do for the ministry, for what you do for me personally. And I don't take it for granted. Um, and so on that note, enough with the soppiness. Yeah, Let's dig awesome. in. Yeah. That's the real Sidoni now, guys. I think she had a moment there. Yes, she had. Yes. yes. She was amazing. She was showing she had a heart. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Gee, I was almost getting at the violins. I was like, huh? What wow. is going on? We, we That's know we're better. Yeah, we know we're better yeah. than that. Going back the symphony is over, guys. <laughs> End of symphony. Yeah. Exactly. So, the Beatitudes. Giselle. When you hear the Beatitudes, what comes to mind? What do you remember either from memory, from growing up in Sunday school or from preaching this perhaps yourself or through the Gospels? What do you remember of the Beatitudes? Well, unfortunately, when I was growing up, I wasn't taught these. Mm. I wasn't because I wasn't brought up in a very good, godly household. Mm. Um, and I'm sorry to say that as a preacher, I haven't preached on them a lot. It's been, mm. I would say, maybe mm, six years before I even touched or since I touched them. So mm. to me, this is going to be a lovely series to really, you know, feed my spirit again on these. Mm. But mm. when you look at them, what absolutely beautiful blessings they are, because you, mm. you, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are mm. the, blessed are the hungry, you know, mm. and all the rest of it. Uh, they're just, they just they just ooze love, don't they? They do, they do. Um, they, they really yeah, do. so that's great. I'm glad that you're anticipating this series oh. as well. Oh yes, <laughs> very, very, very much so. Yes. Yeah, and I think, I, and I think, mm, I think what, what what I think about sorry, but what what I think about too is about the first one in verse three. You know, blessed are the poor in spirit. Mm. That also spring makes come to my mind my most favorite verse Hosea four and six. You okay, know, go people on. will perish through lack of knowledge. Mm, okay. And I How think, do you make that link? Well, that link, poor in spirit and lack of knowledge. I think really what's being said here about blessed are the poor in spirit is it's not the Holy Spirit being poor in it, mm -hmm. but I think it's being poor in the demonic spirit that they're talking about. You know, oh. So they're blessed that they're not in a demonic spirit. Well, well, you wouldn't be poor if you're in the Holy Spirit, would you? So what's the next I, line? Because it's really blessed uh, for they shall, whatever. But this is the what's kingdom the of line? heaven. Yeah, well, there's, there's the kingdom Ooh. of heaven. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, I it's, never it's, thought about it that way. Just what my warp mind, the way it works, thinking about mm. it, you know, is mm. there a, 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 a connection? Because you know, yes, as you say, you know, 
God blesses those first three. Yeah, my version of the Bible says God blesses those who realize their need for him, for the kingdom mm -hmm. of heaven is given to them. Mm -hmm. Right. That doesn't say in other versions it says, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, did you read from the previous one, G? The the NLT those... where it's God blesses those who realize okay. their need for him. So mm -hmm. those poor in spirit. This is a tricky See, that's one. how that's how I've always understood it. You see, yeah, I've I interpreted it like the it. NLT. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. always you know what? That's an interesting way of you saying it, G, because I think that usually people who are oppressed or demonized or in some way, you are blocked from the functioning of the Holy Spirit. So you may not even need know your need for God or something is preventing you. So I can see how you would come to that conclusion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's I just mean, yeah, I've always I've yeah, always yeah thought of it to be like the nlt says blessings yeah. are the poor in spirit because it's the spirit it's, it's like humility isn't it like you you yeah. know that you need you don't him. have much yeah, yeah and you know that you're poor in spirit because you know that you know your own spirit is not sufficient for you to inherit the kingdom of heaven your own spirit cannot get you to the kingdom of heaven um and so in order for you to be able to inherit the kingdom of heaven or be a joint mm -hmm. heir with jesus then you need almost this top up of but then what richness are the also spirit. in the spirit what richness mm -hmm. are in the trinity like if if yeah. you get that holy spirit top up and you're you know and you're rich in the spirit the opposite of poor is rich isn't it if you become rich in the spirit by the holy spirit then you you then become a joint heir with christ don't you and, and you That's inherit yeah. the kingdom of heaven i mean blessed what does that evoke in you that word blessed mm -hmm. i know we we throw yeah. it about a lot um you know christians kind of highly favored yeah, you know what i mean christians kind of Absolutely. over bless themselves sometimes um, yeah but when you hear the word blessed and, and let's just let's just say this actually jesus is the one saying these things okay this is not this is not like third person if you have one of those bibles where like mm. jesus's words are highlighted in red this bit will be highlighted in red because this is like my it's version on. has it in quotes and unquotes this is actually jesus's words okay let's mm. not take this lightly so when when jesus says to you bless blessed what yeah. does that evoke in you? Oh, I think, wow, I never thought about that first of all. But I think blessing mm. literally means having some kind of reward. Or let me just put it this way, look, being looked at favorably by God, right? Because mm -hmm. a blessing, the reason why I don't say just reward is because a blessing can manifest as a reward. Mm -hmm. um, but blessing is basically when God's hand is on you. That's the easiest way for mm -hmm. me to explain it. And mm. it doesn't always feel like one, <laughs> mm. I can assure you. So, for example, um, we all know the story of Joseph, right? And, you know, he went through this really horrendous time being almost killed by his brothers, being taken to Egypt, sold into slavery and all that. And then you look later on in the Bible, I think it's in the New Testament where they say God sent him to Egypt. Mm. You're like, what? 
I think no better ways of sending somebody. But then you think about it, had Joseph not gone, the nation of Israel probably would have been born some other way. But Joseph going there brought about his birth. And I thought about that. And even like just this evening, I was reading Exodus, right? And like when God goes to Moses, he says, I've been watched, I've watched over the people of Israel. I'm like, what? 400 mm. years, really? <laughs> you know, and he almost says, I'm like, yeah, I've been watching them and I've heard their cry. I'm like, what? But that's the thing. The blessings of God don't always look or feel like a blessing. So my conclusion was just that, look, if God is with you, you're blessed. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, for me, blessing evokes joy. Like when I hear, yeah. when I hear Jesus says, you're like, you're blessed or blessed. I mean, like, there's no higher achievement in life. Like, there's nothing mm. more. You can, like, when Jesus says you're blessed, like, blessed are you who yeah. are poor in spirit. And like you're saying, Rum, it doesn't always necessarily have to be a reward. It can either be a reward or a, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It can be a reward or perhaps something that, stops you from getting hurt what's a the right word yeah. a conviction thing yeah not really yeah. like or even protection like, like an option. yes that's it yeah. it can either be a protection yes. or a reward it's not always a reward you know yeah. like like um like you say joseph being in that you know being thrown into that well yeah, that was, not was fun. a protection <laughs> Yeah, that's not yeah. a reward, but that was a protection. But a he was blessed exactly. to have been thrown into that well because if he weren't, if he wasn't in that well, they would have sold him to those merchants that were passing by. Yep. Big him side. being in that well was like, I mean, they did ultimately sell him in the end, but yeah. they would have he probably would have killed him. Because mm. yeah. they were going to, or some lion or something would have come and eaten him, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, the blessing that, started. Yeah. In that well is a protection. The same way, yeah. um, you know, when brother saying no, let's not kill him because I think initially the, the idea was to kill him, and then mm. Ruben was like, he probably felt bad for what they were doing, and mm. he said no, let's not kill him, let's just throw him here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a blessing can be a protection, um, from against evil, whatever form that is, um, or a reward, mm. and. When Jesus says here that you're blessed, for me, blessing in that sense, when I think about it in that sense, it just brings me so much joy because it's like a win-win situation. It's like I can't I can't mm-hmm. walk away from this the same way. Like I'm either being mm-hmm. prevented from protected from something horrible happening to me, like you're saying, MG, about you know, possible demonic spirits and and attacks and things like that. I'm being protected against evil. Or I'm being rewarded for, like some for for having the Holy Spirit. So it's like when I hear the word blessed, especially from Jesus, I don't take that lightly. It's like no. it's a win-win for me. <laughs> I know, I know. But really, also what I feel, what I think as well, that blessed the poor in spirit or spiritual poverty is as well, is that where you come humbly to God and you stand in front of God with no pretense. Yes. Where's no graces. You just come in sheer humility and lay your all at his feet and admit, you got to admit now, the 12-step program, the first of the 12 steps is admitting that there's something wrong with you. And you've got mm-hmm. to admit to God as well. 
that there's something wrong with you and that you need him and that you're ready to put your full dependence on him. You know what, that's that actually, Yeah, it's hard, but it's very interesting to me that Jesus actually uses poverty as an analogy. And, you know, we laugh here sometimes about Catholicism and the, 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 the poverty gospel. It's not mm -hmm. really to go into that area, but there is something that's humbling about being in a state where you don't have a lot because mm -hmm. one you like you're not even in that position to brag because you don't have right let's say for mm -hmm. example you need money for for food and then you there's somebody who, who can give you that money you can't go there shouting the odds mm -hmm. you have to go there and like you said you have to be humble you have to politely ask and like you said gee you have to explain yourself right you have to be clear you go there, maybe see your brother or your sister and you say, look, you know, I'm having a hard time. Maybe I've just been laid off my job and things aren't going so well. And then you say, "Um, you know, um, is there a chance that I could maybe get some money for shopping or do you have some kinds of beans or whatever that you can like? It's very hard to see a route like somebody who wants something who asks for a favor rudely. There are people who do it, right? That's entitlement. But usually if somebody is trying to ask somebody a favor and it doesn't even necessarily need to be that you, you are financially poor, just whenever you're in need of, of something, whoever is capable of giving you that thing, the wise thing to do is to approach them humbly. So mm -hmm. I think that that's what, I think that's why Jesus used that analogy. He was very good at, you know, using things that people could relate to. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if you think about how poor people behaved in those days, mm. you know, you'll be by the roadside, you have the bowl, you can't be saying to somebody, hey, give me 50 dinner or whatever. You can't, right? Mm -hmm. So I like that. And I also mm. think that what Jesus does there, he says, blessed. He dignifies the position of humility. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because we often think that, you know, to be humble means that you're stupid or that you're weak yeah it takes a lot and even for somebody who is not very well off financially as many people there are people who they need food but they won't ask because you really you know by nature we are proud mm -hmm. sometimes you, you're you're ashamed you're like oh people are gonna judge you just don't want to look desperate right mm -hmm. so i think even for us spiritually we're the same sometimes like you were saying he, you you as a deliverance minister you know this sometimes people don't get delivered because they're proud exactly no. there are times that people don't like they don't want to face that sin let's say i don't know you you did something that you thought is beneath you right let's say you're the kind of person who never thought you would commit adultery and then something happened and you found yourself in that situation but some people it's very difficult to acknowledge that mm -hmm. so in that session all you need to do is acknowledge that look I committed adultery. I'm very sorry for this sin. And oh, deliverance minister can mm -hmm. get on and cast whatever demon. But many deliverance ministers will tell you one of the reasons why people <laughs> struggle mm, they don't want to, admit. to get delivered. Yes, is acknowledging the sin, which is mm -hmm. pride. And that pride can also show in unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. Big time. Yeah. Well, well said, Megum. You, as you say, as we all know, we all struggle daily with different things. I'm still struggling at my ripe young age with my temper. My temper can go like that at times. And always mm. at the wrong, stupid thing. It really is. And uh, so that's me sinning every day. And every day, my well, okay, maybe not every day my temper goes, but when my temper does go, I repent, Lord, I'm sorry. 
give me the strength to help me stop this. Mm, like, yeah. it, is, it is getting better. It really is getting better. Mm. But certain things, life gets in the way of life. And, yeah. it, tri yeah. and, it, tri yeah. and it trips you up. But there are other mm. things like, I don't know, maybe over drinking or smoking. That's a classic one. Yeah, mm. or something like yeah. that. Now, you, that you can. I'm not going to do it. There's some, there's some things you say, and, oh, I'm sorry, I'll not do it again. But you know, mm. right, you're going to go out the next minute or the next day and do it all mm. over again. Mm -hmm. That is the problem. That, that is yeah. the problem, that you've got to own up to it and mm -hmm. admit that you have a mistake and admit mm -hmm. that you want help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you made a good point there about Jesus elevating because, you know, he, in, in all of the Beatitudes, he picks qualities that people would consider um, degrading and low and weak. And he yeah. elevates them by blessing those same qualities. I mean, you know, I know yeah. we're talking about the first Beatitude today. So blessed are the poor in spirit. Um you know, but when you're when you're looking at the poor in spirit, people that are poor in spirit know that they need Christ. Yeah. People that are yes. poor in spirit acknowledge that they need Christ. People mm -hmm. that are poor in spirit know that they cannot do it by themselves. Mm -hmm. Um people that that are poor in spirit know that it is by the grace of God that they can inherit the kingdom of God. They know that out by themselves, no works, no good deeds can inherit the kingdom of God. It's that heart posture. It's that, Lord, I am, like even, you know, the Bible says, even our righteousness is like filthy rags before him. Like knowing that, that's what makes you poor in spirit. Because when you know that, that breaks you. Like when you know. Oh, it does. It does. No, no amount of, of, of your quote-unquote goodness can ruffle yeah. God's feathers that does something to you like it breaks you but it, yes. it elevates you at the same time like it breaks you but God just doesn't just leave you broken like it breaks mm. your flesh and your carnality and your pride but at the same time it lifts you to the highest of places because you then know that even though on your own you're insufficient to do it his grace is sufficient for you and he will be there with you all the time and it's just such a wonderfully contradictory thing that happens and completely mysterious, but you're you're broken and restored in the same breath. Um, you yeah. know, you become really humble. I mean, when sometimes when I sit and think about it, I just marvel at the fact that a holy God would seek someone like me. Yep. Because exactly I am full of right. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> yeah. And there even and days where I can't yeah. stand me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, why would you? Yeah, that's the point. Because if you look at yourself, and like you said, Sidoni, your own issues. There are days when you think, "My goodness, would I be friends with, with myself?" With me, and like you see, exactly. You know, you you really could have just said, "Look, your sins are too much. You can yeah. die now." You know, yeah. but you chose to. No, I had to ask myself. I was like, "Why? Like, why did you bother?" Because, oh. like you said, you can't impress God. How are you going to like? And this is the thing, right, with people who don't believe in God. And it's not to say that I want to, because anybody could stumble upon this podcast. So first of all, I would never condemn anybody 
for not believing in God. I, I truly believe that in this life, we all have a journey, right? Mm. And so some people, I feel like every human being, even if you don't call him God, there's a consciousness of something out there and everybody must ask themselves this question. At some point in your life, you may want to believe that you get you got here by the Big Bang or by, I don't know, evolution. You know, that's a, a popular mm. theory. But even then, you're going to be like, who's that? Like, where did the first monkey come from? Right. Mm. So there's always going to be that question at the back of your mind. Yep. Even the Big Bang, you're going to be like, who made we the bang? Yeah. So yeah, like, who had the bang? <laughs> You know, we can carry on. But the thing is, there's always that question at the back of your mind. And so whether you end up forming some theory or you believe that, okay, I'm going to search who this person is. There is that awe of whoever was that first. And so I believe that we all have our different journeys to him, right? And so for those who eventually decide that okay I, look there's too much organization in nature and all these things and even things that happen to you you get out of situations you don't know how and all that whatever finally brings you to god right and to jesus in particular you you end up just if you look at your everybody's testimony there's always there's too much to have been coincidences to have brought you to that place first of all and i think that once you look at that for me it's just so awesome. How are you going to try and impress somebody who has arranged all of that? Mm. Yeah. You can't. You yeah. can't. You yeah, like, yeah. how are you going to impress somebody who made this world? And when mm. we even read about it, this is not the ideal version that he even had in mind. Yeah. Mm. And it's still wondrous. Mm -hmm. You have to be poor in spirit. So, yeah. You do, you, do, you do really. And that was very well said, Nigam. I love that. And that mm. is one of my questions when in debates with total atheists about whether there's a god or not i just say to them okay well i could tell you what say we all did come from evolution we all evolved from monkeys and there was a big bang and all the rest of it and out of the swamp came the the the, the wee lizardy thing that came on the land and then that evolved the monkey where did the first microorganism come from to create all that? Mm. And that's you know, the that's, question. So you have to go back. You have to go back to it, the yeah. source. Mm. That you have to go back to Yeah, that takes that's it back. For me, even, it's it's just fathoming this idea of God being uncreated. Because honestly, that doesn't have been like, yes. like yeah. who are you? Like, where you come from? That like, is... That is a big like, thing. That is a You know, the question thing. that I know, okay, there's really no answer to this, but... I've asked, I'm like, where do you come from? How are you, you, right? Mm. So once you get to that point, you're like, how do I even try and impress this kind of person? Because <laughs> mm. you can't, you can't. You cannot, without Jesus, you cannot stand before a holy God. And so Jesus, oh, no, is, and so when you acknowledge that you're poor in spirit, then you acknowledge your need for Jesus. And when you acknowledge your need for Jesus, you're more readily able and willing to accept the gift that he gives freely because only then do you know that salvation is yours only then do you know that when you die you inherit the kingdom of heaven only then do you know that when you pass on you will be in his father's house which has many many rooms yeah. um, mm. but only if you're poor in spirit and it's interesting that Jesus starts with this one mm -hmm. as the first Yep. Jesus is not like he's, he's, he's the kingdom. I think he's that's not. why 
because yeah. you're, you've said something really interesting, Sidonia, about the connection with salvation, because you're right. Mm -hmm. You have to be humble to accept the gift of salvation. Mm -hmm. Many people yeah. struggle with the gift of salvation because, and to an extent, religion has a role to play in this. Mm -hmm. I think back in the day when some of us were growing up, we were taught in a very works-based way. Mm -hmm. Many people really thought that they could earn their way to heaven, if you like, by doing charity, by doing, and you see this in other religions. And I will take my example from Catholicism, for example. They don't, I wouldn't say that Catholicism is a works-based faith per se, but I think when I was growing up, works were quite emphasized. Mm -hmm. So there's almost this thing, if you don't really keep your eye on the prize to think that, oh, um, you you can say all these rosaries, you can say all these things, and you know, you had the whole indulgence, indulgence situation, right? Mm. So, um, and I think this was even one of the problems that led, led to the split of the Catholic Church, you know, the sale of indulgences. Mm. That was a very mm. works-based thing. So I mm. think that even in in different faiths, you have this thing where if you sow a seed, if you do this, these things are fine. It's really about your heart. But I feel that if we focus so much on works, even unconsciously. Mm -hmm. We can become proud, right? We can feel yeah. that, oh, this is okay. If I give so much in church, if I do all this charity, then God is going to like me more. Mm -hmm. No. The bottom line is mm -hmm. that you can give your entire salary to, to yes, a charity. It says turn around and your root to your husband. <laughs> you sort of, and, and all that. So when you look at this, you just cannot do it by yourself. And so you have to say, okay, there is somebody whose righteousness can help me here. And that's how you acknowledge your need for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And Jesus and starts with that one. me understand this. The salvation was a very hard thing for me to understand. It just did not make sense to me. <laughs> I got my fingers on the tippy tapper. Um, yeah, go on. Professor Google mm -hmm. helped. And I find this quote about blessed are the poor from BibleReference.com. Mm -hmm. I, I quite like it. I was going okay. to steal it and say I come up with it, but I can't do that. No, you can't. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> but BibleReference.com says that blessed are the poor in spirit. It refers to those on the right track who are mm. following a godly pattern of thoughts and actions. Mm. Jesus begins by saying that the poor in spirit are blessed. This is not reference to money or finances. To be poor mm. in spirit is the opposite of being self-confident or self-reliant especially mm -hmm. in any spiritual sense. I think mm -hmm. that explains it just That's exactly, exactly. And Isn't... like I said, it's interesting that Jesus starts with this one because if you're not poor in spirit, you can't acknowledge your need for him. And if you can't acknowledge your need for him, then you don't bother reading the next bits that come along because you're out of the you're out of the kingdom anyway. Yep. And um, exactly. so Jesus starts with this one because he, he says, and he began to teach them, saying, blessed are the poor in spirit. So Jesus actually wants you to acknowledge the fact that you need him. Jesus wants you to start by thinking, hang on a minute, I am a wretched sinner. I need you, Lord. I need, but for your amazing grace, Amen. I will not mm. inherit the kingdom of heaven. And then he goes on with the rest of the Beatitudes. Um, which we're going to carry on in, in further episodes. But it's been a wonderful conversation. Very yes, um, enlightening as always. Um, very enriching. And thank you, ladies. Um, so I, I know. It's been lovely. 
it's You're been so great. For 10 minutes. <laughs> I know we have so much fun on here, but um, I think let's work at getting our spirits poor. Let's work yeah. at acknowledging the fact that our spirits are poor, our spirits mm. are wretched. Mm-hmm. Let's work on acknowledging the fact that there's no good deeds that we can do mm-hmm. that can inherit us the kingdom of heaven yep. until we are humble enough to acknowledge that on our own, there's nothing we can do to impress a holy mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. The only way we can enter his presence is by the grace of Jesus Christ and yeah. say, let's work on our heart posture mm-hmm. um, and always keep reminding ourselves that we need the top up. We're so poor in spirit that we need the top of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Each and every Absolutely. Every Absolutely. Amen. Um, yeah. But thank you, ladies. Shall we pray before we say goodnight? All right. Just a quick question before we go, Sidonie. For somebody who's new, who's listening, mm-hmm. um, just in a few seconds, how do you get a top up of the Holy Spirit? ABC accepts. Mm-hmm. Um, accept the grace of Jesus Christ confess that he's your lord and savior um, and turn away repent just turn away from from your sins um yes. and if your heart's right and your heart is truly repentant every morning or every waking moment when you ask him to top you up he will top you up like you said earlier it might not always feel that way but you will be blessed yeah. he'll provide yeah. for you or he'll protect you from mm-hmm. um and so it's not a fuzzy feeling. Don't, don't think that. It's not a fuzzy feeling. No, it's really. not a butterfly in your belly feeling. It's not that. It's a strong, deep joy mm-hmm. um, that you hear when you hear your master say, you're blessed because you know you need me. Um, it's a strong, deep joy that, you know, even if you're poor, you're blessed because you know that you will spend eternity with him. Um, so, yeah, just just repent, turn your heart towards him. And ask him. He says, ask and you'll receive. So keep asking him to top you up. Yes. It will. It will. Um, but ask without like telling him how you want it to, to be done. Because I think that's another thing. Like yeah. people are like. Don't be like you're at Starbucks or something. Guys. Yeah. You know, just like, uh, yeah, add this extra and this extra yeah. and that extra. <laughs> well, you. That, uh, that's, that's, that's a very interesting question too. Now you're, it really is. Darling. You, you're on a roll tonight again. Really but is, isn't you, she? How many times a day. Yeah. Check our mobile phones to see mm. if we've got enough battery power in it. Mm. Would mm-hmm. would you really think of going on a long trip without checking your car to see how much petrol or diesel or mm. now the EV cars you've got, how much electric you've got in it? So you check mm. to see that if material things around you are full mm. up, but we barely check that our spirit spirituality is full up with mm. the Holy Spirit. Mm. And our fuel that's right, G. Is, is I've never done it, I'm honest. Our our, uh-huh. our fuel is his word. Mm. It, isn't it? Yes. So and good fellowship. Mm. And along with brilliant pray, prayer warriors and people mm. that if we do stumble and fall, that they know how to pick us up and dust us down and set us back on our feet again. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well I think too. Sure. Well done. Thank well you. Done, Thanks, G. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Those were amazing answers. As well as the holy handkerchiefs. You've got to buy the holy handkerchiefs as well. <laughs> oh, go get them. For those of you who are just new, we'll tell you more about <laughs> yes, well, the, the HKH <laughs> next week. <laughs> I'll get off the pair of you. 
<laughs> oh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for my wonderful sisters. Thank you for the for the laughs that we have. Thank you for the ability to come together and discuss your word and delve into your word. We thank you because it is a privilege that we do not take for granted because many would be able to have this opportunity um, to even be able to have friendships that they can discuss things like this, but they don't have that. And so, Lord, we don't take this for granted. Help us three, Lord, and everybody that's listening in, either now or later, to constantly check our heart posture, to constantly make sure that we are humble before you and that we acknowledge our own sinfulness, but not to do so with a sense of condemnation and doom and gloom, but to do so with genuine joy and rejoicing because in that poverty, you have blessed us so richly because in that poverty, at the same time, we are elevated to be joint heirs in the kingdom of heaven. Help us, Lord, so that even though we come to you, wretched sinners, who are not even worthy to tie the sandals on your feet. I mean, John the Baptist, who was good and holy, wasn't didn't consider himself worthy to tie you the, the ropes on your sandals. And um, what more of us, Lord, who are so sinful in nature? But help us to not just stay there. Help us, because that's just half of the gospel. The full gospel is that even though we are wretched, yet we inherit the kingdom of God through Jesus Christ. Help us to inherit and have life and have it abundantly here as we wait to go on to heaven, but both here and in heaven. Help us to rejoice in the word blessed, because we know, Lord, that even though we are wretched and poor in spirit, through you, we are holy and joined heirs, and inherit the kingdom of heaven. And what a beautiful kingdom it is. What a beautiful joy and hope that is. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for everybody that's listening. Keep us all safe and well. Until next week, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. Good night, Sharon, everybody. Sharon has asked Good what night. night. But she'll have to wait till next week to find out. Yes, she will. We'll, we'll, we'll keep her What did she ask? What's a what? What's what? What's a holy handkerchief? Oh, she'll have to wait until next week. She'll have to wait until next week. Okay. Good. Good night, everybody in Facebook Live. Good night. Good, good night. night. And good night, everybody in Zoom and in Spotify and whatever else you're watching and listening to. Night, night. Loud, I think. Bye. Bye.